welcome to the Tony Cooper cast. Experience stories, life lessons, and teaching moments. Join us as we inspire you to be your authentic self. Welcome once again to the Tony Cooper cast. Thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate each one of you. I'm looking forward to the next few podcasts because we're going to be taking it on the road. Our podcast is going to go on the road. We're going to be interviewing different individuals from all different businesses on their lessons learned in leadership and in life. So join us when those come up. I'm excited for that. Today, the question is, have you ever fallen down? Have you ever fallen down? And when you did, did you get back up? And then how did you handle it? All right, so we're going to go way back in the past for me. And here we go. Way back in the past, I was a competitive ice skater. And let me tell you, it is still in my blood. I love the ice skating industry. I love athletics in general and the sports industry in general. So working with athletes is a wonderful thing for me. But I can tell you that when I first started skating, you know, you get on the ice, you tiptoe around and you fall down and you get back up and you fall down and you get back up. And what an amazing lesson that you get in the ice skating world, because literally the first time you get on the ice, you're going to fall down at least once. And every time you're going to have to get back up and try it again. So I didn't even think about those lessons in there. Well, I always remember this day in skating. So it's a competition day. And... I may sound like a happy, positive, wonderful person, and I was positive in the skating world, but here is how I prepared for competitions. Probably not the nicest person. I apologize to anybody I was ever rude or disrespectful to, but here's what happens. I try to get into my own brain and just focus. So I would go into an area all by myself, didn't really want anybody around me, um, and just think for myself, at least 30 minutes before I competed. And so I would do that get into my mind, get ready, get prepared. And so then what happens is, is that you have what they call a warm-up. So you get on the ice and you do a warm-up. And then after the warm-up, you get off. And then at some point, you're either the first, second, third, fourth, whoever, um, to actually go out and compete and do your skating number that's anywhere from three to five minutes, depending on where you're at, okay? So I was all ready. I was in the locker room, had my brain where I needed to be. Life is good. I was all excited. This was a very, very high-level competition, so all eyes are on you. It's an, uh, a national-type competition, and I get on the ice, and I start warming up, and I'm all excited, and I had all this energy. I don't know where the energy came from, but, boy, I was skating around. I was doing everything. My coach was telling me what to jump to do and so on and so forth, and I had this amazing ability to jump pretty high, and I'll always remember this day. So I jump, and guess where I landed? This is during warm-up. Smack dab on top of the boards. Okay. So around the boards of the ice, or around the ice, there's these boards, and they, they're not comfortable to land on, just so you were. I mean, I have literally, like, skated smack into a board before, you know, hit my nose and everything. I've, you know, landed a jump and landed in the boards, but never while all eyes are on you at a competition when you're in the warm-up, jump, and there we are. And that's when you look at the other coaches and the judges and you go, hi, I'm hanging over. So think about like a wet noodle hanging over something. That was me hanging over the boards. Okay. So there's a lot of ways that I can handle it. And that particular one, I don't know if I handled that one very well or not. I got, got off the boards, kept skating, was in severe pain, 
no big deal. It's bruises. It wasn't like anything was broken and got off. Now, I wasn't mentally shattered. I have a wonderful coach that knew how to, you know, pump me up, how to get my brain where it needs to be, how to look in the mirror and see yourself in the right way. And we did that. And I went out and competed. To be perfectly honest, I have no idea what I got at the competition. I don't know if it was first, second, third, or last. I have no idea. All I remember is jumping, landing on the boards, looking like a wet noodle, hanging over the boards, and saying hi. As if like, hey, how are you? I'm here. Thank you. And walking off in, you know, kind of embarrassment a little bit. Well, the thing is, is that this is all of us. I mean, every one of us has fallen down. You know this, right? We've... You either skated and fallen down. I mean, everybody that knows me knows that I'm not the most graceful individual in the world, even though I skated. Let's put it this way. I've had seven concussions. Those That should tell you something. And one of them was because I literally closed a door on my own head. So figure that one out. You know, I'm here. You know, I told you it's about authenticity and transparency. So there you go. I mean, I literally got a concussion by closing a door on my own head. How do you do that? I have no idea, but that's a whole nother conversation. The point is, in life, we're going to fall down. And we can try to be the people that, or the leaders, that try to make it so our team makes no mistakes. I've worked with leaders like that. I've had the amazing privilege of working with thousands and thousands of leaders. And I remember this one particular leader that he's like, well, I can't let them do that because I've done that before and it's going to fail. So he would just fix it for them, right? And so he never wanted his team to fail. He never wanted his team to make a mistake. So every time they started a project and he knew they were going in the wrong direction, he'd stop it and he'd go, no, no, you can't do that because it's not going to work. Now that does two things, right? It doesn't give them the opportunity to learn. And the other thing is, is they may do it right. So just because he fell down, just because he failed, doesn't mean everybody else is going to do that. No one else at that skating competition was hanging over a board like a wet noodle. Just me, right? So the people around me were doing just fine. So think about this as a leader or as a parent okay, or as a teacher or as just an individual. How often in life do we try to hold people up? and never get them the opportunity to fall down, never get them the opportunity to make a mistake. Every mistake is a lesson learned. Every time you trip, every time you fall, it, our job is to get back up and try it again or do it a different way. So we're working on a project, and the project's going well, and then we hit a roadblock in the project, and something happens, and you feel like the whole project's falling apart. The best thing we can do is stop and say, we've hit a roadblock, we've fallen. Let's just stop, let's compose ourselves, let's get back up, and let's develop a plan. Let's adapt. So here's, here's what we should be doing, and here's what you should be practicing. Each time you fall down, each time you fail, take a deep breath, compose yourself, and adapt to the situation and try another way. Try another method. Okay. Now, is it okay to quit? Absolutely. If it's not working, quit that one and try this one. Right? It doesn't mean you're quitting. It's just mean you're doing something different. Okay. So there are going to be times we're going to trip. Hopefully you're not going to slam a door in your head. I hope that. Um, but that's going to happen. So I'm going to tell you another story in leadership of another leader who was phenomenal at lifting people up the right way. Matter of fact, his company got voted the best company to work for 
within the United States, which is wonderful. Okay? And it was voted based on um, the culture and the way that the CEO handles them. And he's a phenomenal CEO. He's an amazing servant leader. And so here's what he did. He had a team, and I can't give you the details of the project, but they were working on a very extensive project that was going to take about 300 days just to plan. Okay? And then once the planning was going to happen, it would take about two years of implementation and quite a few million dollars. So it's not a small project. And they were in, don't quote me, but they were in day like 180, somewhere around there. I don't exactly know the number, but they were halfway through the, the planning process and developing a plan and trying to figure it out. And he looked and he said, it's not going to work. He says, the plan that they have is not going to work. And I looked at him and I said, well, are you going to stop it? He goes, no, if I stop it, they're not going to have the buy-in and the desire. They're going to have to figure it out on their own. He says, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to lead them to this. He goes, I'm going to help them fall down, essentially. I'm going to help them mess up. So he walked in, and I got to be a witness to this, which was a phenomenal thing to witness. And he walked in with the team, and they're around this, like a big oval-shaped conference table, and there were 12 of them. And they're in the planning process, and he was sitting with them, and I got to just be an observer in the room, which was neat to watch. And there was step like three of the steps of the planning process, if they did that, it could have made the whole entire project blow up. But instead of standing up as a leader and saying, we're not going to do step 10 and 11 and 12 because it's going to blow up, this is what he did. He said, I'm going to ask you some questions. And what he proceeded to do is he started asking questions. All right, what would happen if step 10 doesn't work? Right, what happens if we make a roadblock here? Okay. And he asked a bunch of questions and kind of led them in a direction for them to actually be critical thinkers, think for themselves and go, ooh, we just, we just fell down. We just screwed up. We have to change course. We have to fix this. And see, that's the beauty. Every fall down, every failure is a lesson learned and an opportunity to change courses and to adapt. The beauty is they had an amazing leader that gave them that opportunity to adapt and to change. And instead of him walking in and saying, hey, look, when you go out on the ice, you know that you're going to jump and you're going to go over the boards, so don't do it. Instead, he had them think, ask questions, so that they could come to the conclusion themselves and change course so it wouldn't happen. This is the beauty of leadership, and this is the beauty of ourselves. There's really two lessons here, right? Lesson one is we're all going to trip. We're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to fail. How we handle that failure makes all the difference. So the lesson there is when we trip, when we fall, get back up, take a deep breath, and adapt or change or go a different direction. But look at it differently. Look at it and say, this is just a lesson learned or this is an opportunity to do it a different way. Now, I was telling this story once to a group of young kids. They were in high school. And actually, they weren't. They were in eighth grade. So that's not high school yet. But they were in eighth grade. And I'll always remember this. The one girl says, so I broke my leg. And I broke my leg because I was walking on this pavement. And I wasn't paying attention. And I literally tripped and I just broke my leg. So what you're telling is that when I broke my leg, I should have stood up, take a brief breath, and said, I'm going to go a different direction. No. 
Okay, that's not the literal thing that we're talking about. What we're saying is when she broke her leg, her attitude could have been, take a deep breath, all right, broke my leg, there's nothing I can do about it, how am I going to handle it from this point forward? Right, I'm going to have the right attitude so that I can heal. Right, so that's what we're talking about. The second lesson there is a sec the lesson from leadership. Look, reality is your family, your team, your employees, whoever it is that's around you, are not perfect. The reality is, is that life is all about challenges. Life is all about making mistakes and learning from them. So as a leader, it's our job to let them learn, to coach them along the way and to provide guidance, but let them to be the critical thinkers to find those roadblocks, to find those mistakes, to see them. So they're working on a project, ask the questions so that they can derive at an answer. They can see the problems. Are there times where you need to step in and change course? Absolutely. But the key is, is that you have to allow your team to make mistakes, to see the challenges, and to learn from them so that you have a team that grows. Otherwise, they're going to need you forever. And isn't the real goal in leadership or in parenting or in teaching, the real goal is that eventually they're going to be able to do it on their own. Or somebody's going to be able to take over your job so you don't have to do it forever. And the way we do that is by educating. So the next time you trip, the next time you fall, the next time you close the door on your head, please don't do that. Okay? But the next time you do that, take a deep breath, change your attitude, and realize that this is just an opportunity to do something different. This is an opportunity to have a positive attitude. This is an opportunity to challenge yourself so that you can get back up and conquer that. Now. There are big problems, I get it. There are big issues, I get it. But our attitude makes all the difference in how we're going to handle it. So go back, have the right attitude, lead your team, ask the questions, stand up tall, and realize that every single one of us in life is going to trip and fall at some point. And when it happens to you, how you handle it will make all the difference. Thank you so much for joining us on the Tony Cooper cast today. I look forward for you joining us next week. If you have comments or questions, please feel free to post those and we will get back to you. I appreciate you. Have a terrific day. Thank you for joining us. Tune in next week for more inspirational stories. And always remember, keep on smiling.